When I be in my feels, I roll a big fat doobie. Call my ex to come kick it in shit like Bruce Lee. We still on the toxic shit that I be singing about. Next week, I'ma call my best friend up because I'm crying about. Why he don't love me, girl? Why he so stupid, girl? Why he be done today, but he's still up in my world? He's still up in my face, in my life, in my space. Eating all my good snacks up. You make my head hurt. You get on my damn nerves. Call your baby. Oh, we back. The boys is fucking back. <laughs> Fresh off of a breakup. Oh, talk to me. Talk to him. Ooh, fresh up over breakup. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I am Quincy Valentine, and welcome to the Valentine Experience. To my left, as always, is the lovely. Gorgeous gangster, man. Southside time. in the building, man. Yeah, yeah. And we have a special guest. We have a special guest, Miss Ingrid. The lovely time. Hi. Special guest. Hi. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. Me and Miss Ingrid go back at least eight years. It's right? been about eight years. Yeah, yeah eight years. That She's known through right. my my child's mother and all that, bro. Tommy, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. So we used to work together um, years and years and years ago. Um, uh, we didn't necessarily like each other in the beginning. And I, nope. I say, I mean, nope. me. We'll get into that later. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say me. I was, I was very childish. I was very immature. So yeah, we know. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so um, but we've grown. We've we've grown. Uh, synergy over the years and um when i can't get in touch with the people that kind of keep me grounded she's another person that i reach out to and have a conversation with um she gives me a real life um perspective on a lot of things she's been through similar things as far as relationships and stuff like that so for her she uh there's there's like there's literally a trifecta of women um it's miss ingrid my my lovely friend shaki and then uh britney these are the women i talk to and ironically um, Shaki is a teacher. She is. Yeah, Shaki's wow. a teacher. Okay. Brittany, oh, yeah. Brittany's a licensed psychologist in New York. So I actually have a psychologist on the team. Wow. And then I have Miss Ingrid, who has life experience. See, see, a lot of people don't know that. So like, whenever I'm like really, when I when I really am shaky and I'm really, really, really like, I'm, I feel like I'm literally losing my 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 edge or my balance. I literally call Brittany. Brittany's the first person I call, and I say. I need you right now. I don't even have to. I don't call her. I text her. I need you. And she knows it's a 911. She calls me and she goes, what is it? Like, how is it making you feel? Do you feel like you want to harm yourself? She, she walks me through the progressions. And then it's a it's, it's just a just an open and honest conversation with her. Um, and this episode right here is going to be a little bit more touchy. It's a little bit more heavy. This is a, speaking on mental health and uh, relationship goals and what relationship goals really look like. Um, expectations. I mean, I'm 35. You know, you're approaching 30, and Miss Love. <laughs> man, 30 is a beautiful <laughs> thing. And uh, Miss Ingrid, I don't have to say your age, but um, 31. You know. 30s, 30s <laughs> are are painful, by the it's, way. It's, Back pain, like, uh, knee pain, yeah, knee pain. <laughs> your libido's out of control. Like it's just, it's just okay. nuts. Okay. So like it's it's like I, I love you, but fuck you. Um, but. As I like, I, I spoke earlier. Like, I am dealing with a transition. So my transition right now, I've been dealing with this person on and off for about a uh, two years. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into that, what's up? Let's uh, let's let this young lady, you know, introduce herself. Yeah, let's introduce herself. Ooh, probably, yes, yes. Everything that's going. Let's on. go. So you, 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 the right approach, you heard, you heard the oh, energy. Wow. 
You're the gorgeous <laughs> Ingrid, so you already know. So, Miss Ingrid, tell us who you are, what you do, and how you do it. <laughs> wow. Yes, I, I'm different. You know that. <laughs> um, hi again. Um, well, I'm Ingrid. Uh, I go by Ingrid Danielle, first and middle name. Um, so yeah, I, I've obviously I've known you for about eight years. I I just met the wonderful Southside Ty today. Um, literally about an hour ago. So yeah, new new friendship happening here. Um, but yeah, I do music. Um, I've lived in Georgia, um, since 2012, actually Atlanta. So that's it. Okay. That's, that's not it. Let's go. Ahead. Let's go ahead. Of accomplishment. Go ahead. She's a Jane of all trades. So oh, she does. Come on. But she's very modest. Yo, you got to let the people know. First of all, she has a voice like a motherfucking angel. Bro. Nah, it's really beautiful. Real, like, like, I appreciate real, like, that. Low. Thank on you. The, uh, on the intro track, that was her singing. Um, but she also does cryptocurrency trading. Um, she's into real estate, yes. right? And uh, yes. if I'm if I'm saying it correctly, you are a licensed insurance agent, or so. Um, like, <laughs> here's the story with that. So. Um, I have a license to do insurance adjusting. So mm-hmm. let's say a tornado comes and blows your house down. Boom. You have no house. So what do you have to do? You have to call your insurance company. And when they go through all the claim processes and all that stuff, typically people get a check. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be one of those people to calculate and give you a check. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh my mom actually does it. She's been doing it for like maybe 10 years now. So I kind of found out about it through her. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I did the the classes and studied for the test and mm-hmm. yeah, so I have that license under my belt. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, the real estate thing like Craig knows about that, obviously. Um, yeah, trading, do that too. I'm into like cryptocurrency and all that nerdy stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. But before she does all this, you know what she was? A photographer. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a photographer too. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, she is a photographer. Well spoken, extremely like articulate. And her her understanding of I guess I guess she's always went through life experiences. She's a little younger than me. Um I got her about like about three years because she's turning thirty two this year. And um it's just it's always refreshing listening to her perspective on things. You know, it's it's always like, you know, when I'm going through it, things, I'll be like, could I just talk to you for a minute? And she'll just lend an ear. And she's always said, I've, I've been that person for her. I don't know how. I don't think I'm a person that, you you know, you can come to and talk about emotional things. Like, I just think, I just think that I go through the shit. You're a person for that. You just, when it comes to your shit, bro, my you shit, got no answer for bro, you know what's so crazy? You know what's so crazy? I always, I, I have an answer for everybody's shit, but I can't. I can't figure it well, out. That's everybody that lives on this fucking earth, bro. Yeah, like, that's Lord, pretty much everybody. <laughs> when it comes to that shit, we never follow through. Bro, so 
I don't even know how to start this. I don't know. Like, T, did you, do you want to start it? Cause Man, listen, because I told your ass, I told your ass to leave that shit alone. No, no, you know what it is? You know what it is? I I have a very, uh, and I guess that that's, I guess it's like a PTSD thing with, PTSD thing with me. Uh-huh. I don't like, you like, you know the whole situation that happened the other day, right? Right, right, right. Um, When the dude stole my phone from the store. Yeah. And I tracked the phone down and pulled a knife out on him. Yeah. Now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was bad. That, that's like, I called, called I, I, I literally, like he just, I literally, like he, sound, he beat up 50 yeah. niggas. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a, it's a, like, one thing I don't like, one thing for sure, I don't like my space being violated. I don't like to feel violated. When you violate me, like, you automatically become public enemy number one. So when I feel like my, my, my trust has been violated, my emotions have been violated, if I feel like I've been pushed aside and I've been treated differently, then, you know, then the hostility, those things that, that are not necessarily me. Anybody that know, like, you know me for eight years. Todd has known me literally about 10, 11 years. So one thing you could say about me, I'm calm and collected. The moment I feel violated, I yeah. lose my shit. I lose my shit. And the reason why I, I the reason why is because I feel like I give everybody a, a fair field to to really have honest conversation with me. You know, I might, I might, I might come off as aggressive sometimes. I might come off as like emotionally distressed a lot of times is because, you know, I'm trying to decipher like the truth from the lie. You know what I'm saying? So like right. I go through those different levels of things. And like when I feel violated, it don't matter who you are to me. You can be my mother, my dad, my girl, my 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 daughter, my my daughter's mother, whatever you are. Like I once I feel violated that like I go into like uh protect mode. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people deal with that. Right. That's a defense mechanism. Cause I, I know, like, I mean, I don't have a story like pulling a knife out on somebody, <laughs> Lord. but I mean, just in like friendships and, you know, even relationships, like you go into this whole defense mm-hmm. mode, like, Hey, I'm going to be good to you. But the moment you're bad to me or the moment you do something out of the way to me, it it's a wrap for you. <laughs> All right, so you're saying that this crazy thing. So I'm, I'm. How do you feel about withholding feelings? And when I say that is, a lot of times a relationship is a give or take thing, right? Right. When when you deal with relationships, do you think it's healthy for one partner to harbor feelings, but then the other person is required to let the feelings go? No, I um, I feel like that is unhealthy to a certain extent because Mm -hmm. you do have some people that are just you know introverted they don't they don't really talk they don't really you know express themselves which is I mean which is fine I mean there's people all over the galaxy that are like that but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like when you're in a serious relationship or a serious bond with someone Mm -hmm. I feel like you do in a sense have to touch on like the the vulnerable side of yourself because if you expect to be with me or like in a friendship or just like a a a bond with me like I'm a very emotional person I'm very sensitive obviously you know that you've known me long enough and you know if I confide in you if I trust in if I trust you there are going to be moments where I need to like unleash vent talk cry whatever you know what I'm saying so if the other person is the complete opposite that makes me feel like okay so am I worth 
opening up to like does this person like care enough to want to open up to me does this person you know love me enough to realize okay hey she's going through something emotionally let me be here for her and let me express how I'm feeling as well so we can connect on that type of level so I mean you know everybody's different (laughs) you know there are some people that you know are just all around good people but (laughs) <laughs> they don't know how to express themselves or how to and that's and and that one problem and now my brother because i call him my brother he blood couldn't make us closer i look at it but he literally watched me go through different transitions and you see me like you know that once i when i went to jail like years ago you know i haven't been right since like my mind hasn't been so i compartmentalize a lot of emotions and a lot of times the, the emotions that are required to be in a relationship, it takes me a while to move and, and trust that person in that in, in that dynamic because um, because of the lack of trust. So a lot of people don't know. I went to jail because not a not a not a romantic relationship, but a friendship that I had. I thought I had a bond with somebody mm-hmm. and we did whatever we did. We made we, we did a lot of business together. And when it came time to to tell on him, I didn't tell. Mm. When I didn't tell, that's when I caught that case. When I got locked up and it's time to bond me out, he let me. He left me unstuck. So my lack of trust, and I didn't even have an intimate relationship with that person. That that was right. just somebody that would call my boy. Right. So like the dynamics of like relationships for me is like I look at friendships, all the all all the dynamics of what a relationship is. I look at them the same. Right. They have to have that foundation and like that 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 friendship. But then secondary has to be that respect. The respect level is huge for me. Like right. I, I never value respect the way I did until I went to jail. And then respect has become like very top priority. Like I can love the <laughs> shit out of you, right? But if I don't respect you, the, if I don't respect you, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat on you. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do these things. You know what I'm saying? I think perception a lot of times is reality for a lot of people. So when they perceive certain things or like certain characteristics about a person. Yeah. They tend to latch on those characteristics and they kind of shape and mold the idea of what that person is based off these two or three characteristics. Right. You know? So like I was uh I was listening to this thing um uh about breaking up and um what it is for closure. So a lot of times like closure with a lot of people, people look for the same person that hurt them to give them gratifying closure. Mm-hmm. But closure right is in their disinterest. Them not being interested anymore is the is the is the non-contact the non-contact closure, right? But a lot of people would what what I'm dealing with is breadcrumbs, right? Okay. Now breadcrumb breadcrumbing is when I text you and I tell you, hey I love you. I want to be with you. I want to do this. And then your actions don't follow behind. Or you go an exponential amount of time without talking to me. But then when you realize I'm starting to pull back and I'm starting to go back in my shell. You drop another breadcrumb. And when you drop that breadcrumb, it leaves me there just enough to say <laughs> there's still hope. Yeah. That's what breadcrumbing is. Yeah. See, the thing is, I've been in my bag all day. I had, <laughs> I had enough sleep. I ain't dealing with sleep deprivation. My emotions are intact. Yeah. I've compartmentalized yeah, a lot of stuff. Episode. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the one. I, this is the one. Oh, see, wow. see, this is the one that I've been waiting for. This is the feeling that I've been. I got the blunt in me. The liquor's feeling good. I'm flowing. Okay, then. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
No, 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 no. People don't understand me. Because look, look, they was they thought they was talking to Craig, but you got Quincy now, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's a little different. Mm. So talk that shit, man. The emotion man, listen, ahead, man. I cried for the last week and a half because I was dealing with so many different emotions. The right. abandonment, the the all the emotions that I dealt with with my mother, the sense of abandonment from a woman. That's what I that's what those those are the emotions I was dealing with after this breakup. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The uncertainty, feeling like I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. I feeling like I wasn't good enough to be with. I had I didn't change that much. See, I went through that with my last. You know what I'm saying? Like I was so I was so convinced that I wasn't good enough that once the emotion and everything, it was the same, it was the familiar feeling that I had. I felt like I failed again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't change enough. I didn't change enough to 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 grab the grand prize. You know what I'm saying? The grand prize, the grand prize was the happily ever after. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it spent so much time like building and grinding and everything. Everybody around me telling me, yo, you you good enough. You you got it, bro. Just focus on yourself and, you, and you're good. And everything's going to fall in place. And everybody's telling me around it. But everything that everybody else see, I don't see. So now I'm like, okay, what is it about me that has changed so much? Okay. Is it... Then I, I, I had to take a step back and I'm like, maybe it's my confidence that's running people off. Maybe it's, it's the way I'm illuminating that's pushing everybody away because... I, I believe people in your life for seasons and I'm understanding that this person was there through the trenches, watch me grow through everything. What I won't tell what, what I won't say is that there was a night that my cousin, that my cousin, my blood cousin says, yo, bro, I got you. I got you in the hotel room. Then doesn't answer his phone. I had to sleep in an abandoned building. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like I had to sleep in an abandoned building within the last 18 months. You feel me? She was there through all that. You know what I'm saying? Like you wait till I get up to let me go. And then it's based on things that could have been talked about. So I look at it like, do you value me enough to tell me the truth? Am I that important to you that I don't deserve the truth? You know and then, you know, and, and, and you really, and you, and you really, you ready? You ready? It's the same exact thing I went with my ex. Cause my ex, I put her on a pedestal so high that I felt like she didn't deserve the truth. And then once she, I realized that, that she all she wanted was the truth, and that's ever that's all she ever wanted. She didn't care about anything else. She didn't care whether I was going to make a hundred thousand a year. She didn't care if if, if I wasn't going to be or, or if I never finished my education. She didn't care. She just wanted the truth. She said, "Yo, just tell me the truth, and I got you." That's what they always say. They like, but then when they hear the truth, that's not what they want to hear. The truth okay. is, the truth is, I'm a very attractive man, and women hit on me every single day. Because I don't say blatantly outright, look, I got a woman that I'm like, like completely involved with. Answer this question, Ingrid. A motherfucker goes away for eight months on a on a mission, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and all you doing in that eight months <laughs> is beating your dick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ready? How real it is? I got my brother right here. He will tell you what I did. What did I do, bro? Yeah. <laughs> He knows. He knows. Yo, this shit is wild because, like, I, I like me and him definitely spoke, like, on this whole relationship, this whole breakup shit. And I told him, I was just like, yo, you know, dealing with, you know, some kind of women in that field, mm-hmm. it's going to be some... Turbulence. You know, it's, gonna, it's really going to be. Yeah. And, and I, like, I suck it out. Either, yeah, you're either going to stick this shit out mm-hmm. or it's going to be a fallout. Of course. Because your, your view and expectations, like, you can't rush love and you can't rush marriage. Perfect. Right? Facts. So, so because she was because she was like in love with me, like before I was able to catch up, 
she didn't think my love was just as important as her love. Wow. And she's like, well, she's like, well, I, I've been loving you since the beginning. And I'm like, okay, you love me since the beginning, but I'm sometimes it, it doesn't mean that I'm not running the race with you. I'm on the same team. I'm just straggling along. I'm just maybe a couple of feet behind you. I'm just not there yet. I got my own personal shit. But see, the thing is, like, a lot of times we look at it as like, well, because they don't love me at at the time I love them, then they don't love me. That's not the truth. The truth is sometimes it takes a little bit more time because you're vetting. The thing is, anybody that knows me knows I'm a very strategic thinker. And this guy to my left will tell you each and every day. Like, he tells me I overthink. Yo, you got to stop overthinking. You overthink everything. The reason why is because I, I think about all of the different outcomes before it happens. Like this particular outcome I thought about. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a realistic thing, but it was an outcome that I thought about. Yeah. And then once it became a realistic thing, I wasn't ready to handle it. Because I never thought it was an option. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you start to think like, okay, well, this is not an option. This is not going to go the way you think it is. You know what I'm saying? And then once you have that conversation, you're like, damn, like, where did this all come from? Well, I've been feeling this way, this way for this exponential amount of time, and these are the things that I require from you. But if I tell you before you even say that, what's the best way to love you? How do you like to be loved? Right. But, bro, you're not looking like this. No, no. The, no listen, 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 listen. You have to deal with people that really understand your story. Nobody understands my story because you everybody really everybody understands. that's willing to go through every fucking stage. And, you know what I'm saying, bro? You really have to do that because people, like, any female, because once you throw a dick in a chick, whatever, whatever, <laughs> people will love the shit out of you. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, real shit. Like, you, once still. you throw a dick in a chick, you do a couple little suave moves here and there. Mm-hmm. You show her something a little different. She gonna love you, but when some shit actually happened that she can't handle, then you really it's start different. to see the truth. The truth, the truth. She don't know how to respond. Don't know how to respond. Hold, and that's the thing. Hold up. Really Wait a minute. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like he. Go ahead. Go ahead. I wasn't done yet, but go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, <clears throat> first of all, so you're speaking on like a, 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 I guess another percentile of of women in general, but. I'm not, I'm all, not, not all. all. We definitely don't go all. Cause I mean, that's I, what I said. I was I'm like, be honest with you. Like <laughs> me and him talk about, it, we both had gems in our life, and when I say gem, those pearls in our lives that we weren't ready for. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I've had, I've had like three pearls that I wasn't ready for, and the thing is, like everything, all those pearls, and not the cut you off. I'm give you back the mic. I was gonna say, like, I but um, that thought. I've had a couple of pearls in my life that I didn't I didn't necessarily shine the way they need to shine. Right. I didn't I didn't I didn't rub them the way they need to be so they can shine the best. So when I had the opportunity at this particular pearl, I did everything I didn't do with the previous pearls. But look, Joe said it best. You would appreciate me more if you knew me before. This is, this it's the bro, it's bro. the truth. Now let her go. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-mm. Go ahead, you finish. <clears throat> I want to hear the rest of what you was gonna say before I before I pounce. So go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get back to what I was saying, but like honestly, like basically, you know, just to kind of sum this mm-hmm. shit up, you really just gotta just know your personnel. KYP. You gotta know KYP. Pretty much who you're dealing with. 
You went through thick and thin, bro. Cause like like you said, bro, like you went through that whole phase in your life. And and I'm probably the best I've ever been. You know what I mean? And you even you know what I mean? You even told me from, you know, past conversations, like, yo, when I'm up, I'm gonna be up. Like it's not me. And and you know that. You seen you seen when I had two pairs of socks and a pair and one shirt, nigga. I, nigga, when you came to my crib, nigga, you was on my couch, bro. I know, like you, you feel know me? the struggle. Like, I know the struggle, bro. That's so, what I'm saying. So, like, and she, this is where she found me at. So, what I'm, what I'm really thinking about is like, is she scared that once I get to a certain place, I'm just gonna drop her? Oh, my my Ooh. sense of loyalty lies to you because of how you've been loyal to me, mm. and you know that. You know that. You you know, like, my loyalty runs deep. I almost went to jail for 10 years. My loyalty runs deep. So when I feel some type of way, it's because it's coming from a place like you would, I would never question my loyalty to you. Never. I would never. And the crazy thing is, any person that knows me know I would die for them if I love you. And this is, I don't got to be in love with you. I, I just got to love you. If If I'm in love with you, that shit is times 20. But anyway, go ahead, Ingrid. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I wasn't going to say nothing like out the way. But just to um, <clears throat> piggyback off of what you guys were just talking about. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to women, like you guys were referring to, oh, I've had, you know, some pearls in my life. And, you <laughs> know. <laughs> so when it comes to women I can like I can you know speak for that you know with women like we definitely we've had some you know jewels in in our lives too um I feel like I can speak for everyone I actually have a a song about someone that I just wasn't like ready for um and he was an all-around like good ass dude for real he was a real good ass dude and he wanted to pursue me at the time and I wasn't having it I was like you know what no I'm good I'm you know I'm in college I'm you know doing my thing but it's been real I appreciate you coming holla you know what I'm saying like it was just really like I wasn't taking him serious at all. And of course he's, he's married now, but we are still really, really good friends. Like we check in with each other. Like we established a really mm-hmm. solid friendship before he was trying to pursue me. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we had nothing to fall right. back on, but just to kind of, okay. you know, get back to the main point. Cause I'm getting off topic, but we, oh, we as women, go through that too we we've had some good ones in our lives as well and then like I can speak for myself personally I I've dealt with you know some low down dirty people I I I really have and it's made me (laughs) question everybody like hey (laughs) if I'm gonna date you or hey if I'm gonna be married to you or hey you better not act like this person because I've already been through that shit you know what I'm saying but Anyway, quick question, quick question, quick question. Go ahead. Do you have any uh, regrets on any of that? Like all of those uh, gems you let go? Uh, a, a pearl. Do I have any re- regrets? Um, you know what? I'm not even gonna consider that as a regret because that person taught me something. Mm. Um, at that you know point in my life, because I was still mm-hmm. young, I was still trying to you know figure out who I was. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we established, like I said, a really solid, solid friendship. So, 
I know that, you know, probably if it would have went the other way and I would have gotten into a relationship with that person and I would have done something stupid and and fucked it all up entirely, then I would have had regrets. But I was glad that I was... (laughs) wise enough to say you know what I can't even do this with you right now like I'm trying to like enjoy you know the time that I was in college I was trying to enjoy that I was trying to move to Atlanta I was like no I'm good dog but you know all around he is a really good dude um he's married now has kids and and is thriving so I'm happy for him um we check in (laughs) every now and then like maybe six or seven times a year we check in with each other so i mean it's no no bad blood no regrets so (laughs) i do have a question what does relationship goals like what does that look like to you like i mean my perspective on what relationship goals is versus what my man ty's you know relationship (laughs) goals is um and then yours because i mean me personally, like my relationship goals is I've never seen my mother married. That's one. Wow. My mother was never married. Me either. Right? Um, the only examples of marriage I've always seen was my uncles. And mm. they've always had tumultuous relationships with their wives, but they always figured out how to fix it. Now, I'm like my uncle Ron. My uncle Ron is very stern. And he says what he means. And he means what he says. And it's just kind of like what it is. Shit, with a name like Uncle Ron, nigga. Yeah. He sounds straightforward. We call him Ronnie, but, you know, he's Uncle Ron now because we're older. But um, he's 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 like um, the epitome of like, he, you know, he's always been a successful businessman. And then my other uncle, Ben, he uh, he's a pastor. So, you know, he's one of those things like he means what he says type of thing. So, like, um, my stern upbringing, like, with them has been, like, the pivotal points of, like, where I see, like, relationships go they knew how to love their women but they they gave they they did a give and take now my mom is a very tough woman she's she's just just strong like that's how she's always been and um a lot of the characteristics especially like learning how to love my mom didn't know how to necessarily love so everything that i'm learning as far as love i'm learning on the fly my mother didn't tell me she loved me until i was 24 years old and i've said it on the podcast before so, like, wow. understanding, like, what the love dynamic is between, you know, the relationship and stuff like that. So, I would lean a lot on my brothers for, like, that 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 love. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, getting into relationships with women for a very long time, I always thought women were disposable. Damn. You know? and, and that's just real. Like, literally, until I ran into a situation, I talked about it on the previous podcast, but I, I felt like women were disposable. And then I met somebody that made me change my whole perspective on it. And then I met somebody else that enhanced that perspective. And then I met someone that put the standard in place of what true love is. Mm. So it was an evolutionary moment for me. So now being at 35, I know what I want from love. You know, my biggest thing is respect. That's the very top. I want you to respect me because I am the man. And regardless of how the hierarchy is and how we put it together now, the man is the head of the household. He is the protector and provider, emphasis on protector and provider. And then everything else, the woman is in full control of. So, and, and I think that in that dynamic, we, 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 we're in such a, we're such in such a millennial place and such a new era place that we've gotten away from the traditions that have gotten our grandfathers and great grandfathers do shit, you know? that emotional contact like I, I never felt 
I've been madly in love with somebody, but I've never been with somebody that 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 the love just works. So there's two different types of love. Like I've been madly in love with somebody, but some we didn't we didn't work together. We just because I didn't know how to be honest. And then I've been in, the truth is the truth is so all right. So I got I got I got I got three truths for you. I got three truths for you. You ready? I'm extremely insecure. Right? You know I knew that, but I I'm, didn't want to come on and say that. So a lot a lot of a lot of my decisions are made of insecurity. And it's it, it comes from a place of not not knowing if I was good enough. But what did I say? It it, it stem it stem it stemmed from it, it stemmed from like childhood. I was I was the ugly chubby fat kid. Then I became I became the handsome skinny kid. Then I became the handsome skinny guy, and then I became the fat guy again. And then I just transformed to what I am now. Right. So like I've always just been in a state of flux. <clears throat> So I spoke on it before, like uh, a lot of times, like my favorite movies, I would emulate it, like Boomerang, like the way they talk, how they, their mannerisms were, because I felt like anytime I was walking out, my slip was hanging. Mm-hmm. So anybody that tells me, yo, I want the real you, I tell them, can you handle that? Can you handle me needing you in a way that I can be emotionally vulnerable, where I can come to you and say, hey, listen, I'm not okay today. I don't know what's wrong. I'm just not okay. I think that's what your error was. What? You're not being honest from the jump. Telling them that, that I'm... dealing with people that are just accepting you for who you are. Yeah. But see, the and thing is... You're emulating, you know, these characters from <laughs> all of these shows and movies mm-hmm. and, you know, your swag yeah. and the way you dress. But, but in no reality, you're just being a character. You're not being you because you're not... You know what I'm saying? Like... I think, I think, it's, all, I think it's all avenues of me. I think all of them created who I am today. It is when I walk out the door, I'm Quincy. But when I sit in the car with you and we talk, you know, I'm cracked. We have that conversation. And, that's what I'm saying. and it's, an in, it's an in-depth conversation because you gave me. The thing is, a lot of people don't give me a safe space. You give wow. me a safe space. You're my brother. But a lot of, I just think, I feel like it's just some people, they don't know how to. They don't know how. Like, I, I literally had a conversation where I was like, I was telling them like, I was dealing with PTSD and I was going through so many different emotions at this, and I couldn't stop talking. I couldn't calm down because I was so heightened and their response wasn't, it wasn't the most welcome response. And it's crazy because I've had this conversation with other people and I'm not comparing it, but the, the response was a response that I felt like I felt the safe space where I can just let go and breathe. Safe, creating safe spaces for people that you love is, is is something that's important to me because I've never had safe spaces. So, like, you know, I've dealt with so much stuff that I still don't talk about to this day that, you know, it's, it, I have honest moments with myself where I sit back and I have conversations like, you know, if I did this right and I, and I question a lot of my decision making. You know what I'm saying? Like, even down to me moving to North Carolina, it was all on the premise of me being a better dad, and it was used against me. Wow. You know, so now I look at that as, like, pivotal points, and if you're not helping me grow, then you're helping me digress. That's real shit. Yeah. You know? That's, that's the realest, and, that's and the thing the is, and, and, and it's crazy because I feel like, I feel like a lot was poured into me while I was still a seed. And then once I came into fruition, 
and 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 the photosynthesis start to happen. Then people start to see that I wasn't a daisy; I'm a rose, and I require a little bit more delicacy, a little bit more handling. Then they realize I might be too much work for them. Mm. It requires a lot of care and take, and that's and that's just that's just me. But one cannot speak without taking accountability. Yeah. So as I speak on myself not being cared for, I have to also apologize for the things that I did. Yeah. By not creating that same safe space that I asked for. Right? By dismissing emotions as a person being emotional. Instead of saying, hey, listen, why are you feeling these emotions? And how can I help you? So those create those avenues in those in, in those pockets where the person is unsure of if they should be with you or not. Because you don't make them feel safe. See, a lot of women, a lot of women talk about how they want to be in love and they want this, but what they really want is a safe space where they can be their most authentic self. Am I not correct? Very true. <clears throat> that that is true. Indeed. Because that's the liquor. That's the liquor. So she. Yeah, she looked, no. So so not, I'm not even gonna say she, because I feel like she said that I don't acknowledge her enough. So, Isis, I'm talking directly to you. So, if you if anybody had any questions about it, her biggest issue is that I did not acknowledge who she was and and on social media, and I did not acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Her. In the face of, um, she felt that if I did anything, I should acknowledge her presence because she's been there through 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 thick and thin. I want to get your perspective on it. And well, before she goes, before, just right Go before she goes, uh-huh. the rep, mm-hmm. you know that's the new dating scene for, since like the last ten years now. A lot of women feel look like, for validation yeah, on social media. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's been the biggest thing. Since you've dealt with it. Yeah, I've been dealing with this shit for fucking, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. 11 years, probably before that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A lot of females in these, you know, day and age. I'm not saying all females, but some females just like to be posted. Why? I want to know. I want to know the why. I, I don't, I really don't know. Angry? Can we answer that? Okay, so, so wait a minute. <clears throat> wait a minute. So, I mean, like me... Because I used to be like that. I used to be like, okay, because like the people that I've been involved with or in, you know, relationships mm-hmm. with, I'm like, well, I mean, if we go together, like, can you post me like on your Instagram or something and write a cute little caption? <laughs> Even when you do get posted, I get posted, right? Wait, wait, wait. I get posted, but the caption's not good enough. There you go. Because we're not good at captions. The caption is not good enough. We're not here to make. A fucking romance post. Yo, my brother just told me about angles this weekend when taking pictures. I don't even I, know about I angles. I tell this nigga about angles because he was angles are important. Photos. By the way, it was looking janky. I'm like, bro, like, that's <laughs> that's that's so like I, I was doing photography for like you know my young yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, it's all about know, angles. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he gave me a couple of good pictures. But honestly, like, let's get back on that. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand why females just want some like detail. No. 
because you know social media is like a, a big platform like for the world and for mm-hmm. your world of friends and, and family and all that to see mm-hmm. right yeah. so i and and this is like just kind of getting off track i guess but um I didn't know what my love languages were until like recently. Like I, I didn't really realize how important like words of affirmation. I'm, I'm really big on that. Like you know, tell me I'm cute. You know what I'm saying? Like post me on your Instagram and and put some heart eye emojis or something like. You know the person that's pretty. They know that you're cute. What's you know what I mean? Like need caption to describe your beauty. Like I really don't. I like honestly. I don't. Maybe I'm from the old school. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm stuck in my ways. I guess. But I show my love just off a of touch. You know yeah. what I mean? I show. I show it in different ways. Yeah. I'm not gonna just just because I post. You don't mean. Yeah. The love right. is different. Bro. I, like, I mean, I, 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 don't know. I right. feel like I feel like a lot of our conversations are private, and like, you know, sometimes I'll just you know the, the conversation will be. Hey, you know, I just want to let you know that you know I appreciate and I love everything that you do. And you're awesome. And I truly just, you know, I truly just love you. I love the fuck out of you. And this is a text message? And I could tell her that. This is a text message? Yes. But that's still not good enough. But, but how is that not good enough? It's an intimate... <laughs> well, I mean, that's... That is sufficient. That is sufficient. But one thing I will say that social mm-hmm. media, and, th- and this goes for me and probably any other female that I know that's like really heavy into social media. Gotcha. Social media is very, very, very toxic at That's times crazy. because saying that shit. A lot, a lot of times we kind of, you know, <laughs> we flock to Instagram and we post a picture and we sit and we wait and we wait on these 175 likes. And if you get 173 likes, you feel less than because mm-hmm. the other two people didn't like your photos. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, maybe I should take it down and repost it tomorrow. Or maybe I should angle the camera this <laughs> way. Or, know. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's like. Saying nothing but facts. <laughs> it is sad. And like, you know what's so it's crazy? It's very sad. It is. And I'm, I'm guilty of that. Just like everybody else, I, I'm definitely oh, guilty it's, of that. It, it, it's a thing. Like, I mean, I've I, when social media really started to become real prevalent. Like, I used to post pictures, and I would get like, before I got before I got a big before I was a bigger dude, I was skinny. I would get like ten likes, maybe eight likes. And I was like, damn, fuck this shit. People think I'm mad, <laughs> like that. And then I got bigger, and then I started posting shit, and they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, blah 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 blah. And then my DM would start blowing up, and I'd be like. They were like, oh, I didn't even know you look like this now. And I'd be like, oh, hey. <laughs> I feel weird. And I'm like, why are you talking to me? And they're like, well, you know, I always had a thing for you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm cool, bro. Like, it would be like that. And this is like, the, it's crazy because the level of women or the women that I've turned down and I think about it. And it's just like, it's always interesting when you're taking off the market, the, the way women approach you, right? Versus like when you're not in a relationship and it just seems like, you know, they can kind of smell that you're single. <laughs> like it, it smells like desperation. These are facts. It smells de- Yo, it smells like desperation. Smell no, but look, she said these are facts. <laughs> from both from both from both sides though. Like male and, and female. Yeah, like, I it, know if a female is single unless I ask. 
But a lot like, of times, a lot of times, doing it, maybe I'm maybe I'm trash at that. But honestly. I like. I don't know if you're fucking single unless I ask. But, but you know what? At this point, they don't even give a fuck. Yeah, at this point, a, nigga, you can be married in a relationship. Right? If they want to fuck, they want to fuck. Babies, six different babies, mothers, bitches. As long as you look attractive, you slinging something, they fucking bro. But that's the thing. What does that? What does that look like when mental health? Because like, I've dealt like my mental health. My mental health has been like challenged over the last two weeks, and. I don't think it's been challenged like that in a very long time, and it's 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 been daunting because like I there's times I wake up and I look in the mirror and I can't recognize myself. Mm. I can't recognize the person that's staring back at me. So like I'm having conversation with myself like, how are you feeling this way? How do you feel so down? And then I have a conversation with Ingrid, and Ingrid's like, you know it's okay not to be okay. You know it's it's perfectly normal to grieve. You grieve the same way a relationship, the way you grieve a death. And then when she said it to me, it, it didn't click right away. But then I got off the phone with her. And then it's just like those same feelings of anguish, disconnect, scared, not having a safe space, all these different things that I'm not accustomed to feeling are the same synonymous feelings with death. Because something is dying. It's, yeah. it's something that's dying. It's something that you've invested your time, your energy, your life force. Because that's the most infinite thing you can give somebody is time. Because time is your life. I told you that, bro. Time is your I life. I told you that. When you're, even when you're in relationships, bro. That's like, a lot even of friendships. You're investing fucking That's time. That's a lot of time. Bro. You're investing your 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 time, bro. You're 24, you're 48 hour, whatever time you got on this earth. You're giving that time, bro. Exactly. And then, however the relationship goes. It just goes. You, you, you know, it goes, but you'll be affected by it. The person that really cares will be affected by it. Yeah, but see, that's that's the truth. When the heart breaks, it never breaks even. You know? Mm. The time, a lot of times we, we, we seem like, yo, I literally said, I cannot talk to you. This shit is destroying me. Bro, My, I would not tell you, but like, after I smoked yesterday, like, my heart hurt so much, bro. I couldn't feel anything. I just, I just went to sleep. You like, know they say you could eat a bowl of ice cream in the morning. Like if you ever feel like <laughs> sad, like you eat a bowl of ice cream. I tried it; it didn't work. No, no bullshit. And like I really got up in the morning, I felt like real, like yo, my back is killing me. Uh-huh. You know my back is fucking with me. Yeah, I, I had some hot thighs in the face. <laughs> I'm crying. Like <laughs> like bullshit. Fifteen twenty minutes later. Yo, I was, I really had a different mood. But you know what's so crazy? Like, um, I posted something earlier and I was like, you know, um, I posted a, a song about uh, Nirvana. Mm-hmm. And like, um, one of my favorite songs, you know, I have the Nirvana logo tattooed on me. Yeah, we now, know. Me now, when I, growing up, growing up in high school and all this stuff, I listened to a lot of Nirvana because like a lot of stuff like I, that I was dealing with at the time, like, you know, Kurt Cobain was speaking about and I, I just really connected with him. So whenever I'm going through like those different emotions, they kind of like if it feels like the ground's being pulled from under me, mm-hmm. like Nirvana literally solidifies the ground and allows me to stand on it again. So what you see in that conversation that I had on the phone, that was me standing my ground. It had nothing to do with what was being said. It had everything to to do with taking back what I felt like was taken from me. Right. So do you feel like you could have like uh, approached that no. a little more differently? No. Like, you feel like that was the no. only way. That was to- the only way. That was only and, and, and listen, and as, and as your and as your bro, your brother, uh-huh. all I could do is respect <laughs> it because I can't feel the same way how you feel when it comes to getting your heart broken or you know 
dealing with someone that's mm-hmm. you know toying with you in a kind of way yeah. with your emotions. So I but, can't even I can't judge you on it. Like I even told you, that. I said, yeah. yo, you know, it's crazy that you know you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I was like, yo, I felt that. I was like, nah. I was like, yo, but he, that, probably, but, he probably needed that. But that, but but all it did was all it did was put everything in perspective. So like, if you yeah, I'm gonna have a conversation after that, but the conversation will be a lot more. It would be more even because it's no longer me asking why because I could I couldn't care less why no more. Yo, bro to bro, I think you should let go. And I think I should too. I honestly do because I don't feel like I don't feel like you respect me. You got too much going on for and I have, yourself, and I have and exactly. You got a lot of working to do as you express through this whole pod as mm-hmm. we've been you know recording. Yeah. Like you got a lot of you know a couple of things to polish on. Of course, and definitely. Like you know, secure yourself in those areas of you know feeling insecure or just or feeling like you need to be in control of situations when but, when your heart is broken. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't think like it. Me being broken hearted is far and in between, right? Mm-hmm. But those insecure moments, those literally feel like when I was a like when I was like eight or nine years old, and I'm sitting in the living room on that leather couch and going through the motions. You know what I'm saying? Like these the that's that same unsure feeling, like, you know, thinking if my mom loves me or not. You know what I'm saying? Like thinking all those different those different feelings, those that 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 not not having that safe space. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I think those even talking to therapists and going through that, like I don't think I think they'll always subside. They'll never fully go away until I I find somebody that is that is willing to hold it with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the thing is, like, people always like, well, if you go to therapy, all those things go away. That shit doesn't go away. It just subsides. It doesn't. You have to be willing. You have to find somebody willing to hold it with you. Right. Like, like hold you up no matter what. And the thing is, a lot of times women like the opportunity of building somebody up, having to build a build a nigga. I'm saying that opportunity. I don't know. I think I think it's it's the same scenario like when women uh, date a man that's not necessarily doing the right thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But right. they feel like they can change him because they're such a great person. Oh lord. I don't know because I never really I never really been in a situation like that. Maybe just you know through my life, like I never really been in a situation where I feel like I needed. You know, I feel like I had to rely on a female. Mm. Like I was, you know how I bro, you know me, mm. you know me, <laughs> you know I, I go out but, there and but, I get but it. Then you, nigga, but, like, but then you, but then you had a, like, but then you had a situation that somebody that you really cared about too, and it changed your dynamic on how you approach women too. Now, yeah. so mm. now, like, because I remember there was a time when you were just completely just tough. Nigga. You just didn't give a fuck about nothing. That's what I'm saying. But, I had to really change. And, but but I, maybe you know what it was because I really. I really had this. I really started a family, mm-hmm. and but like it, I really had to change my thought process and mm-hmm. my approach and a lot of things because I was dealing with somebody that's emotional. And but that, I never really every female that I dealt with that was emotional, I really didn't care for them because I knew this wasn't the one. Yeah, but that's the thing. But there was one wow. previous, you know, there's one that was previous that that started the turning, that started to change the dynamic. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna speak on it too much more. But they, but it's um, it's kind of like that person that lights that candle, and yeah. then they walk away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she lit the candle. It's just now somebody else is carrying the baton. So that's the difference. My thing is, I had somebody that lit the candle. They passed the baton. The flame was burning hot, and it was too hot for them to hold. That's that's the. 
that's the best way you, how you how you can put that shit. Yeah, it was too Honestly. high for the hole because uh, I have you know the relationship I had for that four years. Yeah. So I can call that person and say, "Hey, listen, I don't even have to say nothing else," and by my tone, they can tell what I'm going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you, bro. That's why I tell you, you really gotta deal with people that know you, huh? Like, KYP. You can't just be out here on these sites and searching on the street. Like you gotta really know somebody that knows every emotion, every element, every channel, every fucking. But, but everybody, yo, I'm but, telling you, bro, but you gotta, you gotta really say like, yo, I love you. I would do anything for you until yeah, everything that's comes. Financially, until everything comes. But when it comes to the shit that's priceless, that 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 you know, the, like honestly, bro, when it takes a conversation, you can't even give me a conversation. And just call me and just let me know and say, hey. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right, baby. That's sometimes, but that's the crazy thing. That's sometimes, all, that's all I need. Like, it's going to be good. And it could just and, be 10 words. It ain't got to be a fucking paragraph no, but or, that's, or but a some, thesis statement. It ain't got to be none of that shit, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes that's all That's all a nigga need. Be like, yo, yo, you're going to be good. I'm telling and you know you what? Know. And it's crazy. Right. And it, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's like, uh, like when I hear that, I feel like I can fucking take on the world. And that's all you need. You need that boost. You need that push. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's 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 where that queen, that that real queen coming mm. in, bro. You know, I don't I don't really think mm. you know See, but I mean? your, your like, perspective I, your perspective changed now because of everything that happened, the dynamic. Yeah. Because we because we were working fine. Yeah, that niggas was like shit. Peanut butter and jelly. That niggas is better than me, nigga. And I, and I was doing this whole thing, nigga. When no, you guys no, are no, finished. That's real but shit. I, I got something to say about that. Go ahead. So when it comes to, I, I know you said like, you know, you want somebody that's just going to be like, hey, it, it, it's going to be okay. You're, you're going to be all right. You're going to get through this. Great. Mm-hmm. That, okay. I, I completely understand that. But mm-hmm. when it comes to women and, you know, like people are, are just like men or, or women, whatever your preference is, whoever you're involved with, when it, oh. When you do that consistently, like in every relationship, you're like, hey, what do you need? Oh, I got you. Boom. Hey, you need somebody to be there for you? Boom. I got you. Hey, what's going on? Oh, you got fired? Here. Let me help you. Boom. Oh, you need a ride to the to the corner store to mm-hmm. get you little Rillos and stuff? Boom. Take my car. Go ahead. Oh, you want to use my car while I'm at work? Okay, go ahead. Boom. Oh, you didn't put no gas in it. It's okay. I know you're going through a hard time. Boom. Like... We, I know me personally, I went through that consistently for two relationships and I I was just, I was just burnt out. And then like, when you try to date, it's like, oh my God, why are you so, why are you so hard? Why are you such a hard ass? Why are you so mean? Why are you frowning? Oh my God. Why you don't talk? Why you don't do this? Because I just burnt myself out. the last, you know, year or the last, you know, two years or or whatever. So it's like, I don't even have anything else left to give. So with that being like a first impression or, you know, early on in whatever Mm -hmm. type of, you know, situation it is, it's like, okay, so I've already scared this person away because I'm burnt out, but Mm -hmm. nobody is here to like refuel me. If that, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. But so, yeah, right. I'm listening. No, 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 no. I'm gonna hold it. 
That no, was that, I mean, well, kind of. I mean, that was, you know, kind of. So, you know, <laughs> when you finally get in a situation or a relationship where the person wants to be there for you and you won't open up or you won't um, just, okay, say, hey, I need to talk or, hey, this is going on or, hey, this is how I feel or, oh, my God, I need to cry right now. And that person is exhibiting all the signs like, hey, I, I want to be here for you, but you're just so scarred and you're so tired and you're so burnt out. You don't want to, you don't want to open up. You don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? Does that make sense? All right, cool. So what happens when you, I give you the reverse side. What happens when you come in in a relationship mm-hmm. on that I got you mentality? And then you realize that I got you mentality. You met a man that actually takes advantage of that I got you mentality and builds himself up and actually does what he says he's going to do. Mm-hmm. You know I was going to throw that in there, right? Uh, well, in my case, well, in, in my case, I, I can't even, you know, really say that for a, a man. Because, I mean, obviously, sir, you know that okay. I've dated both sides. So I, I can't I can't honestly say that for a male. Sorry, y'all are great. Thank you. I, I get it. it. But I, I can't really say that for mm-hmm. myself personally. Gotcha. Now when it comes to dating a woman, because women are, you know, we're nurturers. We we want to care. We want to love. How's your day? Talk to me. You can cry. Here's some tissue. Like it. It's just. I guess it's like a natural thing. Now I have dated a female, and Craig, you can actually testify to this because I actually cut you off because of this person. She told me not to talk to you anymore because and completely destroyed that friendship I had with you. And you know, I had apologized to you. You know about that. You know situation. Um, but that, I mean, that person is no longer in my life, obviously, but yeah, man, it just, it, it's different dating women or, or being well, with my, a my, woman. My, my mom used to go through it. So I understand it's crazy mm-hmm. because a lot of, I've been cut off from a lot of female relationships. Like, I've, mm-hmm. you know, how girls be like, I only be friends with niggas because they only <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally most of my friends have been females. And you know, what's so crazy. Most of my friends that are females either A, try to date me, and I realized I was like, nah, I'm cool. Or, like, we we had a synergy between us, and it almost went there, and I realized, nah, this can't. Because it destroyed the friendship. It it, it destroyed (laughs) the friendship. So, like, it's um, it's an interesting dynamic. Like, like, not for nothing, besides a couple of friends, I always keep the ugly girls as my friends. It's fucked up, right? That ain't like, for real. Not, wow. no, 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 I had to give a disclaimer before I fucking said something, nigga. No, 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 for real, for real, for real. It's like maybe if you ain't cute, right? You ain't cute. Nah, somebody else gonna find you objective, but it's just not me. That's what I'm saying. No disrespect. You're beautiful, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you're like, just beautiful. You're just not beautiful to me right now, like, and that's it. Maybe I'm not there yet. Maybe I'm chasing for the bitch. Man, listen, I like mine's Afrocentric, baby. Yeah, man, that's why I'm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Listen, I, I, I need I need your hair to be like uh, 
you know, a three B or a four C. Listen, she got a fade. She got a <laughs> low cut. Low cut. Listen, listen. I take I take a pretty face with a terrible body. Listen, nah, I don't know about nothing. Listen, wow. <laughs> the, the shit, the wow. shit, all, the shit all look the same when it's art. If that little, if that little thing poking, we good. Listen, now, what's a terrible body though? What's your, what's your definition of a terrible body before I even? Go like, on. please, what, what's you know the that, definition of that? Please, you know, when the, you know when the, the nipple point down, yeah, yeah, and it's touching so, the stomach so a little bit. Much if she just not formed all the way, I mean, listen, face like if, as long as when the bra is on, as long as when the bra is on, uh-huh. and titties sit up, we cool. That's that's fine, you know right? what I'm saying? So you don't like big, droopy boobies. Nah, I can't do the auntie titties. Ah, I can't do the auntie titties. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> What's it? Yeah, I'm <laughs> I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, my my thought process, my perfect woman, my perfect woman, honestly, is a person that is can check me when I'm fucking up. Like, mm-hmm. tell me, yo, this is this is not it. You doing is that wrong. really true though? No. When the last time you been checked? Two and a half years ago. Two and a half. Like you Two really and a half years ago. Sitting there quiet. Just know. End quote. Just know this is the last time I'm gonna do this. I'm not going back and forth with you. Mm. I need you to do right. Do right by yourself. I will not sit here and watch you destroy yourself. What kind of person would I be to let you destroy yourself mm. and still be with you? End quote. That's real spell. That's real spell. End quote. And I'm gonna leave it just like that. Wow. Bro, listen, man. You feel me? <laughs> you living today? <laughs> you gonna let him out, or you gonna keep letting mm. him, my nigga? Mm. You just gotta focus mm. on you, man. My love language, but um, speaking on love language, my love language is music. Anybody who knows me knows I have a huge discography as far as like when it comes to music. Like, if 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 I'm ever going through an argument with anybody or like anything, I can put a playlist together to tell you exactly what I'm feeling word for word, from top to bottom, from the intro to the like the 20th track. I can give you 20 tracks straight of like what emotions I'm feeling about you. Wow. And I've always been able to do that. Maybe you need boy. to find them kind of women then. You need to find women that... Those, are, those that are into, you know, music. Yeah, and... I love music the way you love music. I'm about to cut this mic off. Listen to different <laughs> artists. <laughs> no, like, yo, no. I, all right, so, this is, all right, this is you like... ready? You ready? You go ready? Ahead, go ahead. Do you not know I always dated the artsy farty girl? I always dated the artsy... Yeah. All the girls, all the girls that were into anything. So, fun fact. Ingrid, that you probably don't know, I play the keys. And Do I was, you for real? I play the keys and I read music. Why don't I know this? Because <laughs> he be hot in his life. See, I was a nerd. I was a band <laughs> geek. He be hot in his <laughs> life. Like, man, nobody listen. gonna accept him because he He's know a couple of those. Though. You know what I mean? Come on. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, you like, wasn't comfortable in your own skin. I'm not, but, I, but it took me a while to get comfortable with the way I am. Like, like, Quincy is who I truly am. Like, I spent so much time, like, building into this mantra with everybody. Because I spent so much time, like, trying to be what everybody expected of me. So, like, when I got around my niggas, I was this hard-ass nigga. 
But I never thought she was a hard nigga. I just thought she was a regular nigga. But bro. see, that's but that's the thing. Like I never had, to, I never. Had to, but no, I don't think nobody's a hard no, nigga. But I the, think you know, you that play tough. You, but you they know, they just ain't getting no love at home. But no, no, but, but you know what it is. We got close because we just happened to be dating sisters at the time. Yeah. And then you kind of caught to see what I really was, like the type of person I really was. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying so, like, I, no, I wasn't dating. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, we were we were we were dating both of them. Well, I was date. I was definitely was dating. dating. I was dating her. I was dating her. I was dating, dating her. That's I was dating her. That was just you know. See, she was that, fucking with the guy. You know, I was. There you go. Know, see, right. you see, yeah, we the yin and the yang. You see that? <laughs> but um, no, I was dating her for um, damn, like a year. You know, what's crazy. I was actually supposed to still be with her. I was supposed to go down to North Carolina, get my shit together, and then move back to New York, and we were supposed to like continue whatever we were supposed to do. And what, what year was this? 11. Ah, uh, okay. 2011? Yes. Oh. He was still damaged. He wasn't ready. Who, me? Yeah, nah, he, he was, you know what it is? I was spending was, I was, was, I was, I was spending so much time trying to create this image of who I thought I was. You know what I'm saying like I don't I don't no longer create this like I don't no longer create this image of who I think a nigga I know I'm insecure it just so happened that I'm I'm, I'm maybe, a handsome maybe insecure that's, nigga maybe that's your problem man. you gotta let the insecurities go you know I'm still stuck on the piano thing like why didn't you say <laughs> something about this yeah, when geez. we were working like <laughs> and you know you know what it is so 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 listen um. When I was with my daughter's mother, like my daughter's mother, like my my daughter's mother, you know how I ended up with my daughter's mother? I wanted a plain Jane. I wanted a plain Jane because the girl that I dated before her, she was, she was extremely like she was erratic, but she was so like in tune with herself. She was she was so in tune with herself, like so like dating her was like crazy. Um, to this day, like she was the one that sung. Um, I think I spoke on the podcast. She um, sung In Love With Another Man to me. I never heard it before. She started to sing In Love With Another Man. And as she started to sing it, and like she so she starts ad-libbing the song, and you could tell she's really getting into it. And I was like, yo, this song is so fucking hard. What's that, old girl? And her name is Denisha. Oh, okay, I can say okay. it. Her name is Denisha. I used to call her Missy. But um, her name is Denisha. And um, she started singing, and she was like, yeah, but this is not just a song. And I just stopped. And I was like, what? And like, I froze. And she was like, I'm really in love with another man. I'm crying. Damn. Yeah. Better than me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Better than me, nigga. Hmm. I would look at her like, yeah. See? You going to leave me today? No, man. <laughs> Damn. That, wow. And see, that's a, that's a, ooh, that's a song right there. Man, listen. That's the song. <laughs> she started singing because she got into the second verse and and she started singing about the body and all this other shit and just going in. Like she was really hitting the notes. You know how jazz may be digging in that fucking shit. Mm-hmm. She was hitting it like yeah. jazz. And when she starts getting into it, and I'm just like, oh my god, she's killing this shit. Dang, dog. <laughs> she was just. She <laughs> meant every word. That's sad. That's all. Oh, you ready? Sad. Every ten women that I meet. For every 10 women that, that I've dealt with, there's always one that catches me slipping off my game. Always one. But the 10 before them, oh, they got no chance. So what number we at right now? I'm crying. Is you slipping? 
<laughs> all right, so you all right? You okay? Yeah, I'm smoking. Yeah, you got, got baby lines. No, no, no. But um, <laughs> I'm not slipping, but I, I, I tripped, I tripped a little bit. You tripped a little bit. I tripped bit. a little bit. You know what okay. Saying? You turned your back a little bit. <laughs> you turned yeah. your back a little bit. Yeah, that's not that's not even my swag. Like you feel me? But I tripped a little bit because, like, I was I was falling for someone. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't fell. I was falling for someone. And it's such a deep emotion. Because I allow myself to get emotionally connected to him. I don't allow myself to get emotionally connected to nobody. And mm. that in itself is dangerous. Because when you start to emotionally attach yourself, you start to talk living life and building with somebody long term. That's that's a real attachment. And you start to be intimate with them. And you're telling them... like. Like having intimate moments and you guys are face to face and you tell them how much you need them, how much you want them, how much they mean to you, you start to have that interconnection. You know what I'm saying? The chakras get aligned. You start to have those moments. You can feel their heart. You can feel their heart beat with yours. So it's a different feeling. And it's crazy. Like we, a lot of times people equate equate time with love and it's not the same thing. Just time, time just continues to move. Love. It, it it trickles down. It goes into so many different uh, avenues. So we feel like we we feel the the like of somebody. Then we feel the lust, the emotion, all those different things. And then we start to open ourselves up to love them. But we start to ask ourselves, why do we love them? I don't know how anybody else functions, but I know I start to ask the why. I need to know the why. Why am I feeling this way? Is it because of what they're doing for me, or how they make me feel? Is it, is it, do I love them because they're happen to be here and they're feeling a void or do I love them because they're genuinely, genuinely them and unapologetically them? You know what I'm saying? So like I asked those questions when I was with this person versus the other person versus this person, I always asked the why, because I want to know how is it, how is it I can love them better? Then I love the previous person. And no, it's no comparison, but I want to know the mistakes that I made. So the first thing I did was when I stepped into this situation was, hey, look, you know, I don't have anything. I didn't fake the funk. Before I faked it, I was like, you know, what? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm do, 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 do. This time I said, you know what? I don't have nothing. I don't have a pot to piss in, none to throw it out of. I'm emotionally wrecked. And guess what? I'm still in love with another woman. And that was all. That was. And that was the truth. That was the truth. And that was the truth. And that was already. She knew that. She knew that. Okay. Okay. Then you help build me up. You start to help build me. You put me in this place to be successful. And then you. And I say to you, these are the things I have on my list to get done. If you truly want to be with me, you want to stick it out. We're going to do it together. I get a head nod. Yes, let's do it. We ride it out. Now you start to see those things start to come to fruition. You start to see the brand start to come together. You see all these different things. And now it's like, okay, I don't need you no more. I want you. I want you here. I want you to enjoy all the spoils, the investment, everything that you poured into me. Let me pour that back into you. Let me pour all those emotions. I took from your glass. Your glass is half empty. Now let me pour, because now I have an abundance. Let me pour that back into you. Maybe, you know, maybe you're sharing too much. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're sharing too much. You're let me let me let me love you like nobody bro. else loved you. I'm let telling me, you, bro. Let me you, give you. Yo, and when these new relationships, you gotta be mysterious. You gotta keep them on their toes, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. 
You, you being too open. You acting like you a bachelor that that lived in Beverly Hills. Not yet, but it's coming. I know it's coming. It's coming. It's but your approach is probably too strong. Your energy I'm always is probably strong. the energy is probably is just probably too strong. Ingrid, do you think I have strong energy? I do. Um now of course, you know, when we first met when we worked together, I didn't really like you very much because you were very mean to me, but I'm not gonna say nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> over time i mean you've obviously grown um i've grown as well so i i do see a difference in you like it it's like 20 times different than the first person that i met you know when we were working at that place gotcha. <laughs> it's that nah, place. damn damn <laughs> but no it's a no, because he tells me this shit every day. He said, bro, you change so much. And I see it every day. And I'll be you like, have, I have, though. You have. This is my bro. He's with, when I tell you he's with me, if he's not with me today, he's with me tomorrow. If he's not with me tomorrow, he's with me the following day. If we're not with together, we're FaceTime. Like, and he's always like, yo, bro, you change so much. You change so much, bro. You're changing, you're changing, you're changing. Yo, I see the growth. I see this, I see this. And I'm like, bro, I don't see none of it. And he's like, yo, it's changing, bro. And he was like, sometimes people just can't handle change. You can't handle that shit, bro. I'm telling you, man. Ooh. It's too it's too powerful, man. Yeah, you, you're aura. I tell niggas, yo, <laughs> niggas always be beautiful for you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people might they might take it, they might take it the wrong way. Got you. But if you on my side, ain't that your aura too, boo? Ain't that yours? Cause ain't you an extension of me? Nah. Mm. That ain't nothing. I mean, you gotta have your own little glow now. Wait a minute, like, you can't just. Gotta have your glow, man. I'm telling you, man. It's, I'm telling you, how you just your 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 body language, everything, your, your mindset, the way how you carry. I want to win. Just, I want to win at any cost, bro. That's what I'm saying. I want to win at any cost. They, they might not be. They, they look at you. Gotta just go through the history of the people that they dealt with. Look at the kind of people that they dealt with in their lives, and then kind of. You know, compare yourself to that. You, you know what's so crazy? Because, like, I would have conversations with um, Nej. And um conversation would be like, yo, you know, you know what the first thing she said to me? She said, you're not meant to work a job. That's what she told mm. me. She said, you're not meant to work a job. You're bigger than that. Stop. Stop accepting what they give you and take what you want. And I was like, nah, if I work this job, she's like, you're wasting your time. You're going to get bored. Stop. Go work on yourself. Go work on whatever you want to do. You know, she would send me articles throughout the day and say, hey, yo, check this out. Check this stock market shit out. Check this out. All the stuff she told me to check out, nigga, I'm doing now. Tell him this shit all the time, yo. He's stupid and smart at the same time. He don't even fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I'm telling you, he like one of those like, yo. When it comes to ideas, and I'm pushing ideas at this nigga, he be on it. It could be, it could be legal, non-legal, whatever. Yo, I'm telling you, anything that comes with an investment and he can see, he can grow through it, and it's like it, it will grow into a partnership. Like he's on, you know, he's on board, and that's the kind of people that you need around you. Yeah. You don't need the people right. that did the, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, pull that jump shot. You, you know what it is. You know what it is. Um, because I've I've texted you at six a.m. Like, and look, I got this idea for this, and you're like, oh my god, that that would be so fucking dope. And I was just like, yo, when I started the pod, like I was like, yo, I'm about to start this podcast, and you're like, yo, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then I started, and you're like, oh my god, this shit is dope. Like this shit is so dope. Like I I would have never like, like 
caught an idea or, or the thought process and like, you know, went through it. Like, I don't know what is your mindset when you go through these things. And I'm just like, yo, I just did it on a whim because like, I just got tired of like speaking on ideas and not following through. You can't be afraid right. of failure, Like that, you, can't be afraid of failure. I, you know what it is? I'm Bro, I failed so much in my life that I'm scared of it. That's what I'm saying. And you gotta, you gotta go get that shit. Even if you bust your ass, every, all these billionaires and millionaires, them niggas have failed so many times. I, I like it though. But you know what's so crazy? Now the conversation. Now when I sit down and talk to people, the conversation is a lot different because it's no longer, yo, what do you work at? It's like, well, I have this going on. I have this going on. This is also this. I also do this, and I do this, and I do this. So which product are you interested in? Versus, yo, I work here, and it's mm. a different energy. Right. And like when I have those conversations now, it's like. You know, I'm like, yo, yo, check this out, Ingrid. What do you think about this? And you're like, yo, that's dope. I need you. I think you should change this and this. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I take the positive feedback. And like, it's always the person I, I want to understand and see the vision is the one that, that shares your bed with you. And it's very interesting, the dynamic, when the person that shares your bed with you don't see what you see because they don't have the same vision, but your vision is your own, right? Wow. So... I mean, my vision for the next twenty months. Yeah, but see, the thing is, I, but here's the thing: you believed in my vision. You were there when I put everything together. When did it stop? Mm. I feel like acrimony. <laughs> I feel like acrimony. Look, acrimony is like the prime example. Like acrimony, I feel like maybe it was the hardship. Maybe it was the failure. Maybe she just. Couldn't take too much of the, you know. It's maybe the, it was burning her out. Cool. Honestly, maybe wow. it was burning her out. Maybe I didn't, I didn't maybe, think about that. Maybe she just, I didn't know, think about that. She just picked up too much. She just couldn't carry the load no more. Maybe and it, but and the it, load it, had it, got, but the load had got lighter. Yeah, but maybe she would. She probably just probably honestly just felt like deep down, like maybe that she movie just didn't was express a lot. Mm, but a lot. but no, but his but you know what's so crazy is she said to me, if what happened to you happened to me, would you have done the same thing? And I'm pretty sure you would fucking do the same exact thing. Anybody that knows me, I would have. Real, and she don't, that's what I'm saying. She, she don't know it. you. She don't know she you. And I said that before. She doesn't know you. She questioned. If you got to question a relationship, if you got to question the loyalty, because that's loyalty. That's loyalty. Right. That's a different type of loyalty. She don't know you. That's why I say to a lot of people, don't just jump into the relationship just because it's feeling good in the moment. But that's the thing. When you're up, when when everything is kind of like form-fitting and kind of pulling together, like it's easy to love somebody that's going through it because they're, they're dealing with it. But even when I when I was telling her, like as I'm coming up, I'm like, this is not the real me. I'm just down. But then when I get tunnel vision, just understand that whatever I do is not purposely done. Just understand that I'm really on a mission to get somewhere. You know, and it's the same conversation that I would have with people and not just not relationships, but just in general. And and their response would be, you know, either I see you later or good luck with that. But if you say you want to stick it through, stick it through. I'm saying like I I don't I don't I don't never fold nor bend. You know what I'm saying? I I, I ride it out. However, ride it. But you say you my man, as long as you don't disrespect me. Because I had somebody that recently disrespected the code. 
<laughs> I know what you're talking about. That's my recent disrespect of the code, and once you disrespect wow. the code, we're not friends. I know what you're talking about. One, so, yo, you, so, yo, you so, get too comfortable. No, 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 no. Wait, hey, ready? So, like, I had a, I had a, I had a friend, and I put that in air quotations, but I had a friend that, you know, one, if you at my house, he'll tell you. If I have, if I have, uh, like the lights on the stove, anything like that, you know, adult delights, you can have at it, right? If I give you a price, you say, hey, listen, you call me and say, yo, Q, I got somebody that wants to enjoy some of these delights, right? And I say, okay, cool. If I give you the price, your price, look, the price, if you say, yo, I want to walk out the door, how much you want for them? I say, it's $5 a piece for you, right? And then... You take my price, Todd, and you say to your friend, well, I can get him for $5. Where's the problem, Ingrid? <laughs> help me. Help me. Help me understand. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> even there ain't no problem, bro. <laughs> ain't no problem? Niggas is just fucking greedy, bro. Okay, continue. So, so I want to hear Ingrid's response because I, I really must know. No, no, no comment. Okay. <laughs> so if I give you the family discount, right, and I say, hey, listen, this is the family discount. This is what you get it at. And you give my family discount to everybody else. That's not my family. We're going to have an issue. So he decided to give my family discount to somebody else. But not only did he give my family discount to everybody else, I deliver it to your home and you decide you don't want to pay me right away. Cool, I let it slide. I don't beef about it. But when you decide to pay me, you short me and then tell me I'm upset at you for even asking me for your money. Hmm, I find issue with that. So, so this is what I do. But hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I do. I say, okay, since that's how you feel, I don't even want the extra money back. You can eat the rest of those and you decide where you're going to find your next adult treats. So. As time progresses, he calls me every single day. I do not answer. <laughs> I do not answer. I do not answer. I do not answer. Now I'm getting phone calls seven times in one day. Cool. Awesome. Great. I don't answer one phone call. Let me ask you a question. If, if, a, if a motherfucker dating, homie, cousin, brother, they don't answer your phone calls, what do you get from that? Anybody can answer. I'm cool. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So, you decide to come to my house. You decide to come to my house and knock on my door. As you can see, I am watching TV and I do not want to be bothered. So, what do I do? I turn the volume up and I walk to my bedroom. Okay. (laughs) I want to. I want you to acknowledge that I am home, but I am not bothering with it. Okay. Cool. No problem. Okay. So the night. That I was supposed to have um, a special young lady stop by the house, right? Comes by. He comes by pre right before. So I'm thinking, this person has the key to my house, so I'm, I don't even have to worry about it. Not, but I was already smoking, so I was out a bit out of it. So I walked to the door, and I looked through the window. And to my surprise, it was the person that shorted me on my money. I proceed to look right past them, not look at them, but right past them in the window. And his response was, hey, yo, bro, you really going to not let me in? My response is to close the shade <laughs> and continue to walk back to my couch. 
<laughs> Yo. I proceeded to call my brother to my left and say, do you believe this Negro came to my house unannounced I again? I told you. Yo, every, every situation that he approached me with, I've told him what was going to happen. He said, oh, hell, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Incident one. It happened. So, came to my house. When he got to my house, I looked right at him and his face and realized that it was him. And I went back to the couch and I proceeded to watch TV. I think I was watching Doja Cat. I always watch Doja Cat when I get really high. And then... He, he knocked <laughs> it. You said I really watch Doja Cat. Like, <laughs> I like, yeah. like that video. Like, so like that video. Just like that. Like he, that he just that, fight like that. Hello, ass body. Yo, bro. <laughs> Bro, I don't care. She got that little, she got that little bubble butt. You feel me? Yo, let those you can't take that makeup off. You still hitting it? I'm hitting. I'm definitely hitting that. <laughs> definitely. She got that. She got the alien face and all that, nigga. Yo, baby girl ain't got no well, eyebrows. eyebrows. I, what? You? I, that's a good. Every time I put my dick, she looks surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't understand, bro. Y'all don't understand. So, um. Yeah, he came in the house and it was just one of those weird moments. And like ever since then, like he he's left me alone in the Damn. story. But the thing is, like I felt like when you portray, when like that's also a part of respect and loyalty. So like if I if I if I tell you something in this in this and I give you something, but also what I don't like about what he did, he doesn't acknowledge that he's wrong. He never a person that never takes accountability for anything that they do is a red flag for me. It's a huge left like Yeah, we got everybody in this world that's listening to this shit. Anybody that's that really don't take accountability for shit, you gotta remove them out your life. Basically. For real, because that shit is you, toxic. So you know that's a trigger for me though. That's a trigger for me, like huge trigger for me. So my mom used to do um when my mom would do something wrong, she'll be like even like say say like say she did something right, some random shit, and then I'd be like yo. But you did this. She was like, but you did this. But I was like, that was the reaction to what you did. What are you talking about? You like you're using the after effect to justify what you did before the after effect. What kind of shit is that? Wow. And she would be like, Well, you don't get it. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like I didn't understand it. Like it's always it's always an up and down thing with my mom. So like it was like like me and my mom right now, we're talking. We're cool. Until like until like I, I'm like maybe maybe I'm very maybe I'm a pessimist when it comes to this, but I always expect her to do some shit that's gonna fuck the whole situation up. Like we actually accord you right now, you feel me? And she's like, yeah, you know, I've been praying about you and put you on my vision board. And I'm like, all right, cool, awesome. I'm saying I pray I pray for everybody that that I truly care about. I pray about I pray for them all the time, but it scares me because my mom like my mom starts to see an opening, and when she sees that opening, she kind of just jumps through. And then when she jumps through, she gets comfortable and she starts to lean back and she starts to get back into her old ways and that scares me. Mm. Now, I feel like everybody deserves a chance to change because somebody has given me a safe space to change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I feel like everybody should be, as long as they're living, as long as they're allowed to speak, unless they're just, just fucking buffoons and assholes, I just think that everybody's allowed another opportunity to change. So I always give somebody enough room for them to change, no matter what. Because guess what? When I went to jail the first time, I didn't learn my lesson. When I went to jail the second time, I didn't learn my lesson. 
When I went to jail the third time, I didn't learn my lesson. When I went to jail the fourth time and I lost that person, I learned my lesson. It took for me to lose something for me to understand how bad I was doing myself, not her. And the crazy thing is, you know what she said to me? She said, the reason why I cried so much is because I watched you destroy your whole life. I watched you not even able to get a job. Do you know how demeaning that is to you wow. as a man? Because you can never provide for me now. But bro, you can ne- she said you can never provide for me. And then it just boom. And I'm like, okay, cool. Damn. Why do you think that took so long for you know to register in your brain? Because that? because I was I was fighting against two demons. So two demons I was fighting against. One, I felt like I wasn't good enough. And my daughter's mother reminded me every single day I wasn't good enough. She called me a piece of shit dad. She told me I was never going to be shit. And these are the same things that I dealt with as a child. So those were trigger, trigger points for me. So like having a woman tell me I'm not good enough. Tell me I'm not going to never make it. Telling me I'm not going to do this. Tell me. And it weighed on me. Like she would call me and be like, your daughter needs this. I bet you don't have the money for it. Wow. And that shit broke me. So now I'm like, okay, I'm not making enough. I'm not making enough money in my nine to five. Yeah, I'm making two, three thousand dollars, but I'm not making enough. That's enough just to pay my bills in my car note. Somebody approaches me, yo, you want to make an extra two thousand a week? Shit, let me do that. Now every time you call me, now I feel like the I feel like the boss now. Every time you call me, I feel like the boss. But on the other end, the other woman is saying, babe, where are you getting all this money in cash? And I'm lying to her face. Oh, we got a bonus at work. And I can look at her and tell she knows I'm lying. She knows I'm lying. I'm going out every night and I'm smoking hookah and drinking liquor. Every night. Every night. Bro, I, I would drink my guilt away. And then when I got caught up, when I went to jail, I remember her, I would never forget, she bailed me out and said, she looks me dead in the face and she says, I'm going to ask you one time, tell me the truth. Did you do what they said you did? If you did do it, we'll get you a lawyer and we'll work through it. And I can forgive you. But if you lie to me, that's it. And I looked her in the face and said, no, I didn't do nothing they said. Yeah, you was being a nigga at the time. And I thought, you know what it is? I thought if I said no, she would be strong enough to take it. Even though, and the crazy thing is, you think that cheating is the only way that you can lose somebody like that. Those same, those same insecure, euphoric feelings that you feel when someone cheats on you is the same way you feel when they lie to you. And I know that personally. So I sat there and I lied to her face. And she looked me dead in the face and she knew that I was lying because she knew me. And she said, you really just lied to me. Damn. You know? And I was like, I didn't lie. She said, I know you. You just lied to me. Yeah. And I was like, please. Like, all I just said, please don't go. She just picked up a bag and walked out the house. Because you know what it is? I feel like you probably got, you probably thought you had her. Like, you can hit her with any little... Something and it would just she's the she's the only one that always like it was never emotional. She was always you should advocate for therapy. She's the reason why I started going to therapy. She's the one that she was like, well, you need to advocate for therapy. These are things that you need to do, and these how you got to work through it. 
So communication, like she she showed me what communication looked like. I just didn't know how to communicate. Proper communication. Hey, it's not okay to do this. Hey, it's not okay to do this. This particular thing is hurting me. I need you to stop. So like when I address people, it's like, okay, now I know what to say. This, I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like it. You should stop. And these are the ramifications if you don't stop. I don't feel secure. I'm hurting. This is destroying me. These are the things that I'm saying. Because these are verbal cues that are letting you know that what you're doing is not okay. And that doesn't, that, that's, not, that's, not, that's not sex specific. That's person. That's, that's person specific. That's saying, like, yo, I don't like that. Right. And if you care enough and you value, emphasis on value, if you value the other person, you're going to say, you know what? Not just I'm sorry, but I understand. I empathize. Let's walk through what exactly is hurting you. Let's break down every single thing and say, hey, listen, these are the things that we need to work on collectively. And these are the things we need to work on separately. And then we can meet at that middle point. The problem is, is that I do have I do have a, a way of speaking. So a lot of times people are intimidated by the way I speak. And I understand that. There was times in my, like, uh, never finished, never, 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 never. And I, it's crazy because I told him the other day and he was so surprised. Never finished high school. Wow. Never finished high school. Got my GED, got my GED, and then went to school, and then I went to school for psychology. But you know, and then I went to school for IT. But I say that to say, when I would get in trouble in school, my mom would make me read the thesaurus. I remember I got suspended for two weeks, and George Bush was the president at the time. Two weeks? Wow. I got suspended for two weeks, yeah, because they was thinking about expelling me. Oh, um, I got suspended for two weeks, two uh, calendar weeks in school, and um, my mom made me write a book report on every single president from George Washington, then, then uh, I believe it was Bill Clinton or um, George Bush, George Bush II, and um, she would just make me read consistently, and I used to have really, 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 really bad performance anxiety, so like when I got up in front of like the school, like in front of the uh, the class, I would always read, like I would stutter. Like, I would have a stutter and my hands would get really clammy. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because um, I was just always, like, in the back of my head, I was always felt like I, didn't, I wasn't good enough. I couldn't speak well or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, they tried to leave me back when I was in sixth grade, because I did sixth or seventh grade, because I really didn't talk that much. Mm -hmm. Then they make me take an altitude test because they said I have behavioral issues. So they was like, they wanted to see if I was smart. And then they realized my verbal, my verbal IQ level was 181. And then my IQ was, the way they explained it, my IQ at the time when I was in eighth grade was like on the 12th grade level. And the reason why I quit school is because my mom was going through so much trials and tribulations at home. And it was three of us there. So like I quit school so I could start to do the things that I was doing, like, you know, going to work and shit like that. Yeah. And um, wow. it became it became a thing like as I as I got older and um I became extremely rebellious like a lot of stuff like I learned how to do a lot of illegal stuff when I was like a young bull. That's 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 usually what happens. Yeah, especially growing up in New York City. Yeah, 
Um, I made a lot of money. Like I, I didn't, I never thought about selling drugs, but I made a lot of money doing other things. And then you've been a good hustler, man. So, so, <laughs> so I've heard, so I've heard. My father was. Um, look, 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 see. My father was. My grandfather. So fun fact, fun fact. You can look it up. My grandfather was uh, expedited out of um, New York in the eighties because he sold uh, crack cocaine to the governor's daughter. Wow. So, yeah. So they put him out of New York. He was banned from New York oh, for wow. days back. So, like, the hustling mentality has always been a thing. I just hustle a lot differently now. Um, so that was just a, just just kind of like a, a brief, like, introduction type of person I, I've been my whole life. Um, but... I spent so much time like building and pushing down these these feelings of anxiety. I deal, I dealt with a lot of anxiety. Um, partially is the reason why I smoke weed is because I deal with high anxiety. I have really really high anxiety. I told Ty and nobody knows now. Obviously, I'm putting on the podcast, but um, before everything kind of transpired and kind of everything kind of transitioned to the point it is right now, um, I've been dealing with like panic attacks. I don't know where they're coming from. I think most panic attacks come from lack of sleep. And that's what happened to me. You know, I was I wasn't sleeping much, mm-hmm. and I would just be up, mm-hmm. and I probably have to get up for work like in like the next two or three hours, and that'd just be a whole different feel. Like, yeah. like honestly, yeah. I mean, my a lot of my panic attacks um would come from. Like me just sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, like, what is it? What does it look like for this podcast blowing up? What does it look like me being married? What does it look like me being a dad? You weighing too much on you. Because I haven't put it. Because I, 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 you know, my biggest thing is, is like, I feel as though I haven't done so much up until now, thirty five. So I'm catching up with everything I missed. So I'm running a race, and then. Anybody that's in the race with me, like they have to, they can't just trot. They gotta run because I'm literally running towards the finish line. But that's, but, but that's life, bro. Like honestly, like life is really a marathon. Like, like you can always, you always have time to be that guy. Like honestly, bro, it's no, it's really no time limit on life, bro. It's really no time limit. You just gotta just keep living. Like, you right. can't sit here and just think about. Hey yo, how the fuck I'm gonna do this? How the fuck I'm gonna do that? Yo, put your knowledge to it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like you can't, you really can't sit and wonder like, damn, how the fuck I'm gonna get through this, you know, this heartbreak? How the fuck I'm gonna get through, you know, I'm gonna you know, this, cut this you off through that heartbreak. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm just saying in general, like oh, just okay. in general, bro, just in general, like yeah, for anybody, that. not just you, like just anybody. Like you just gotta just fig- figure it out, my nigga. There's no, it's really no need to. Put stress on yourself, you know, shit that you can't control fully. You have no control over it. What's the point of, you know, stressing over it? Yeah, anxiety is not is not no. pleasant at, at all. And you know, I I have anxiety. You obviously know this, but um Yeah, I I've just been dealing with a lot of anxiety practically my entire life like when I look back at things that I've done like you know even as a kid like I I didn't like talking in front of people I didn't like singing in front of people I I don't like crowds I don't like 
you know, being in restaurants where I can't see a window or I can't see a door. Like it, it's, it's that bad. And, huh? No, I'm listening. We just had a break. We just had a breaking news. (laughs) Oh, wow. No, but, um, yeah, I understand the whole anxiety and, and panic, uh, attacks. Probably the worst panic attack I've had in a while. I actually had an Ikea like maybe a month and a half ago. I just freaked out. And I I don't even know why I freaked out, but I could not find a door to get out of there to save my life. So I had to like go through like the emergency exit, like some of the staff like let me through the door and I went outside and yeah. I, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Like it was it was bad. And and so I get it. I, I mean it's hard to control at times because you're constantly playing like scenarios, what if scenarios in your head. I know I do that a lot. And mm-hmm. you know, my biggest thing now is like, you know, I've, you know, reached the age of 31. And it's just okay. like, okay, so give or take, I I might have, you know, 30 more years, <laughs> you know, to kind of like, you know, right. live, do different things, go different places. And then there's also that what if in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, what if, you know, something I do as far as my craft doesn't go right? I'm trimming off time. Yeah. You know, I can spend a year trying to build a brand or, you know, spend a year trying to record a, a decent project and the project might flop or the, you know, the brand might not do so well. So that's a year, 365 days that's gone by and you can't get that time back. So it's like, okay, so that year has gone down the drain. Now what? But, you know, you, you know, what's so crazy is that, you know, I respect and admire you so much because, I've watched you go through the same similar things. Like my grandmother, you know, um, I know you know, but I'm about mm-hmm. to tell you something real that I've never told you. Yeah, I gotta give him back the point for this one. <laughs> yeah, so a joint. Um, <laughs> but um, my grandmother helped raise me and my brothers. My grandmother has. Um, I've been always, I always say it. I'm fortunate to have two living mothers I always look at my my aunts as my mothers and then my mother is just my mom like just whatever it's like you know i call it what it is but my grandmother raised us um my grandmother died thinking i was gonna go to jail for rape wow that weighs on me a lot um spoken in a previous episode but um my grandmother has always been that 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 point of reference she's always been that woman that's like you know she's always kept it real with me so you know not having that that person of guidance to go to my aunts are probably like the closest thing i can get um so when i when i'm really going through different emotions like you know they're kind of like the uh the matriarch of the family on each yeah. side and they give me that 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 place of comfort my aunt one of my aunts live about two two and a half hours from me and if i want i can get off this podcast right now and say i'm coming right now ma and she'll be like, okay, I'm leaving the door open. And I can go there, sleep or not, and I just go lay on her legs. And I could wake up to her rubbing my head and just telling me everything's cool. I'm saying, like, 
those those are the moments I look for because it allows me to keep grounded. Those are the people that allow me to keep grounded. I mean, I'm I'm starting to build a circle of um people that because I, I feel like in a lot of instances those are kind of like those should be your front line people. Those right. are the people that kind of like protect you. And everybody's like, well, you know, you're using this pawn like uh like this 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 kind of pawn uh um analogy, and it's not really a pawn analogy, but if your friends can't protect you and you can't do vice versa, what the fuck are they there for? Right. And like, I, I, I feel like if, if you have knowledge of things and you want to do things and you want to get things done, like these people that really around you, they trust your judgment and they love you for what they say. You know, I can say, hey, listen, I can be like, I'm going through this tie right now. You know, he'd be like this. Yo, babe, I'll be back in like 10 minutes. Where are you going? Yo, Craig, meet me. It's no other conversation. It needs to be had. Right. Like, it's never, it's never. And I told him, like, you know, I, the same type of energy he has for me, like, bro, I will go to the end of the world for you because I feel like I would never have to question your judgment. Because the thing is, if you question somebody's judgment for you, because they're an extension of you, there should be never, there should never be a question. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, I don't, it, there's a there's a scene from the movie uh, The Town. And I think, if you've ever seen that movie? There's one part where he says, um, I want to hurt some people. I can't tell you who it is. I can't tell you what it is. You can never bring it up again. You know his response is, whose call are we taking? And that's the energy I need around me. Because it's it's right. it's not about right or wrong. It's about no matter what, nigga, I got you. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a that's just from a relationship standpoint, that is from a friendship standpoint, that is from a uh like spiritual standpoint. If they don't got your back like that, then what the fuck are they there for? It's easy to to ride when you up. It's harder to ride when it's going down. Right. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what's so crazy? Nigga, nigga stole my phone. Nigga stole my phone the other day. I chased the nigga down. I said, I should call the cops. You know what my man said? Not, not until we beat that ass. <laughs> it ain't even... It ain't Real even... Shit. It, I told it, the nigga that shit. I was just like, yo, nah. don't even call the police, my nigga. I was like, yo. We're going to get a shaking. I said, you got the Addy, right? Yeah. We're going we gonna to do something. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the energy I need around me. That's the love, cause that's love. <laughs> Only love make you bees. Like you know what? I don't give a fuck about going to jail. Nothing, nigga. We doing this. Right. You know, like you not gonna violate this. Okay. Nah, real shit. But that, like, that shit is right, bro. Like just <laughs> everything in that whole, like, everything you just you just fucking started. You switch. I'm, I'm fucking. I got the car running. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. There's more water in the fridge. You already know. Excuse me. Pretty much what you were speaking on, like just with the whole this this life aspect, just everything yeah. on it. Like you going, you really just have to have people that that, that want to see you win, win. that that want to win with you, that also want to build with you. Mm-hmm. Like you really can't have these people that's liabilities in your life. Right, right. Yeah. With, I just finna tell my little I really just finna tell my little brother. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, like you are you in the peak of your life right now? We're like, yo, the sky's the limit. And you got people in your circle that really they hating on you, but you giving them so much love. It's easy. It's like you're so blindsided, and and then you got people that's really fucking with you, like telling you this shit. You you don't want to take that because they always assume that you're jealous because they know you. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's the thing because you even told me about the situation, everything. You're like, bro, come on, like. This person, this particular person has your back no matter what. And you still going to turn your yeah, back on that person? Exactly. Knowing, and, knowing and, what the situation and is? And the crazy part is, like, you know, you know, you coming up and shit. 
Mm-hmm. He ain't got everything in to, you know, make to, to make those moves how he want to make those moves up his emotions. You feel me? So he really got to appreciate the people that surround him, that love and care about him, that always help him down. And you really just can't, you can't turn your back on those kind of people. Just because all you right. get all these new people in your life, they're not your friends, bro. Yeah, they're opportunists. They're not, they are definitely. Bro, I, I think about that all the time. It's, it's crazy because now it's like, it's, it's very interesting, the type of concept. They're like, yo... Like, the conversation I get, yo, I would, like, check out my podcast. They'd be like, how did you get started? How did you do this? How did you do this? And it's like, you want free info. You want all this stuff. Like, I feel like my time my, my time should be compensated. You know what I'm saying? Because they're the same people. It's crazy because when you're coming up and as you start to build your brand and all this other stuff, people, people will look at it and be like, oh, just another brand company. But then when they see the consistency happening, then they're like, there has to be something behind it. There has to be something that's pushing it. There's something that's great greater behind what's going on let me get on it before they blow up it's kind of like uh sheena uh sheena inu and uh and dogecoin nobody believes until everybody else is talking about it yeah <laughs> that's a fact <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like tell them sheena sheena inu is gonna go it's gonna go fucking crazy when the shit i was like buy the dip buy the fucking dip mm-hmm. i'm sitting right now i'm sitting on 30 million shares when that bitch hit one cent it's okay. over <laughs> when that one cent it's over Nigga, man, listen. Me and my man gonna go buy an RV, put the studio in the back, and we traveling. You feel me? We gonna be going for six months, just traveling the country, really just running it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and it's 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 crazy because I look at you and I'm like, you've been an independent artist and you've touched elbows with people that are really like in the industry. And I always wanted to know, like, like how is it that you haven't you haven't even get having gotten close to your precipice i mean okay so first of all so i've had a lot of you know amazing opportunities i mean i got to go to the essence festival twice and perform Mm -hmm. with somebody so that was like that was amazing to me that was a wonderful Mm -hmm. experience and to literally be in the same room with I'm talking artists that I've grown up listening to. I, I'm like standing two feet away from Tweet. Like I used to listen to Tweet as like a, a young kid. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is Tweet. But th- I mean, that that's really cool and everything. But when it comes to like, you know, the fact that, you know, I had a conversation with Neo um, about, you know, potentially, you know, promoting my music. Um, there's other major producers that I've spoken with. And, you know, the, the whole Neo thing that I, I haven't, you know, talked to him anymore, unfortunately. Um, of course, he is, a, you know, a mainstream artist and he's got mm-hmm. his hands in everything. So um, that was a that was an interesting, you know, marketing opportunity um, to market my music. Um, but as far as like producers and everything, it, it's really hard being a female trying to, I guess, excel in the music industry because a lot of producers and, you know, other male artists, you know, they want to, they want to smash, they, then they want to record or they want to smash and then they want to, you know, send you five beats, check these out, see if you want to put it on your next project. It's like, I don't, I don't like that. You ran into that quite a bit? Huh? Have you ran into that quite a bit? I have actually. Wow. I I have actually. um, 
I, I don't know if you like listen to like my music and stuff on my SoundCloud, but I did this um this remix actually to uh Novocaine by Frank Ocean. I've heard it. And the whole like the whole theme of the song is about a dude that I met in Atlanta who turned out to be a piece of shit. Because I'm like, hey, I'm a new artist. I just moved here. I'm trying to make it in the industry. Are there any opportunities? And he just like kept stringing me along. And realistically, he just wanted to smash. So I was like, no, I'm good, dog. So this person is literally like hanging this over my head. Like, oh, I've got some corporate band opportunities. Oh, I've got some opportunities for you to sing background. Oh, I can get you studio time. But first, you got to let me smash. And it's just like, no, that's no fam. <laughs> but, and, and realistically, you know, like I said, being a female, like trying to make it in the music industry is hard. That's why I only want to work with women. Like, whether it's a background, you know, vocalist or a, I don't know, like a musician or like... I don't know if you saw uh, like my Instagram when I performed uh, with this artist, um, Jay Lee. I don't know if you, you know, were following like my Instagram and stuff. You're following it. I do forever. Stop. Okay. (laughs) But, you know, she's really, really dope. Like she's, you know, definitely, you know, making noise, you know, as far as like, you know, her music career. Like she's an amazing rapper. She's a writer. So, she knows about the industry. That is the only person that I will record with. Now, if I want to not use my own equipment, but if I want to go somewhere and actually get someone to record me, that is the only person that I trust to record me. You can't pay me to go to Patchwork. You can't pay me to go to uh, <laughs> all these other like studios in Atlanta, which is great because I mean, you know, it could I'm open the door. I could meet some, you know, people that are in the, in the industry, but I, I don't really care about all that. If I have to build from the ground up and record in somebody's condo and hey, I'm all for it, but I'm not going to compromise and I'm not going to, I, I, I'm not going to do all that just to get a beat from makeyourownbeats.com. Like I'm not going to do that. Like I'm good. Like I don't mind. Like I, I have all of the equipment that I need to record myself. Jay Lee taught me how to record myself. I can find beats mm-hmm. online literally worldwide. Like it's producers everywhere. And all Just you got to do is hit a button, enter in your debit card, credit card information. Boom. You got a beat. If you want exclusive rights, boom, you can pay for that too. It's like everything's at my fingertips now. And it's, I don't want to sound rude when I say this, but if somebody approaches me like, Oh my God, you so dope. Let me take you out. Oh, by the way, I want to record you. Here's some beats. Nah, I don't. I don't need you at this point. I mean, it, it's a nice uh, gesture. Make a song for us. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what was? What? Nah, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Go ahead. <laughs> but no, it's just it, it's just yeah, she can hard. Yeah, I can. 
What'd you say? I didn't hear you. You want me to be on your project? No, she said, what's the name of the project? Oh, what's the name of the project? Well, the the EP that I put out uh, back in December. Is that what we're talking about? My project? Yeah, one, the one that has Bad Habit on there. And has gotcha. So it's called Phases, uh, the EP. Um, obviously, I was going through some different phases. Um, so... Um, it's real short, real sweet. Uh, it's about five songs. Um, Dope as shit you but yeah, I, I felt the need to, you know, put that out. Um, but I don't know what the next project is going to be. Like, I'm I'm trying to, like, write some love songs. Like, I don't... Yeah, bro, what do you think I'll be listening? Man, listen, I'll be trying to blow her strings up. I'll put that bitch on repeat. I'll be playing Bad Habit. I'll be playing Bad Habit like there's no motherfucking business, bro. No, put that I'm up. crying. Go ahead. <laughs> you know all the words. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you feel me? That shit. But no, like, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. That shit is. Yo, just, That's why I told you you stop playing, man. Man, yo. listen. She has a God-given yo, time. Yo, I push her shit. I definitely. Man, listen. I know some people in Atlanta too, so. I, I, his brother supposed to be rubbing elbows with everybody. Yeah, brother, for real, for real. Like he be man. he be sitting right there with Quavo and all of them. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah. All right. That's why you definitely dropping shit in the link. Man, listen, I'm, I'm linking the shit. On, uh, IG, IG, yeah. Too. I'm always chatting. She's so bro, she is so dope in so many different ways because like <clears throat> with all the things that she has going on, like I never like you can never question like if she has time for you. You know what I'm saying? Even if like even if she don't have time. If she has five minutes, she's giving you three. Mm. That's real. That's true. Dope. That's dope, <laughs> bro. That's true. That's dope. You feel me? Like it's very rare to find a friend that has like that genuinely don't want nothing from you but will give you everything. You know how hard that is? Fall love, man. Fall that's, love. That's, that's hard. To find, <laughs> like I can never, I can never say anything bad about her because she gets the dynamics of what a, what it really is to be a friend to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't like you. Like she's the same person that she'll give you the clothes off her back and the last bit of money in her pocket. You know what I'm saying? If you're going through something, she'll drive 30, 40, 100 miles to come get your ass. That's the kind of friend. This you is need. true. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's but those are the people. But those are the people that keep me grounded. Like I, I just, I just, I'm just slowly finding out. Like I've always, it's kind of like um, you ever you ever listen to an album, right? And you skip that track, and you skip track eight, and then you realize after eight months that track eight is probably the best album, best on the album. Not always. No, but what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. That one track that you nah, always skip, that one track, yeah, yeah, like yeah. those are how I look at my friends. I've always had the albums in my pocket, and it's like you listen to the commercial. Oh, track. so you didn't appreciate those songs, man? Listen. Ah, <laughs> okay, you fucking roach. All right. <laughs> but nah, I just realized I realized I have a great compilation of like tracks, and I'm making the dopest playlist ever. You feel me? So like, I, I, honestly, I'm probably like at, I'm probably at like track six. I got like six tracks, and 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 I've been putting this playlist together for years. And now this playlist is coming together, and I got the ultimate album. Mm. I'm saying I got like, and those are those are six tracks I can always go back to. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna always give me that same feeling, that nostalgia that I need. You know what I'm saying? And it always bring me back and get me centered. So 
that's how I look at my friends, like a like a dope ass playlist. Nah, that's a good one. I'm saying like I'm saying I got the perfect <laughs> intro. You know what I'm saying? I got the, the mid so, credit. So, I got so the, we made your album, huh? Man, listen. Man, listen. I got, I got, I got we made your album. album. Hell yeah. How much work you put on that on that tape? Oh, man. <laughs> if I told you, bro, we started off with 21 tracks. Mm. We down to six. Shit, man. 21 tracks. Down to six, bro. Some tracks don't hit the way they used to. You know what I'm saying? That beat don't feel the same. Tell me you know what I'm saying? And then, and then there's, there's some tracks that, like, you know, you listen to, but now they're more relevant than they've ever been. This Thank is you. true. Thank you, Ingrid, for being that uh that track that's been consistent. Um, in the building. <laughs> Thank you. Thank no, you. No, but it's it's you. it's like these this dope ass playlist. And although like I've had the deluxe album, I'm much rather the uh the standard edition. You know what I'm right. saying? Sometimes those those extra extended uh tracks don't do it. Okay. I'm saying that so like it's like the perfect playlist. Actually, we should just call it call this episode the perfect playlist. The perfect playlist. The perfect playlist. You feel me? Like I think that's I think that's very appropriate for people that two people that are artists and people and a person that just enjoys the artistry. I enjoy the artistry. I, I enjoy the creative process of watching you guys be awesome in your respective fields. It's dope. And um having you guys on it, of course, like having you as my partner and shit is like so dope. Like every time we talk, it's like like we literally, we always talk every day, and we always talk like thirty minutes a day before, and now we like talk two, three hours, chatting it up, blah, blah blah blah. Like we we just like always in it, and it's just like it's never a dull moment. I can call him like yo, but he's kind of like he's like the male version of like that person I spoke about before when I was like, you know, he can call me and I'd be like, what's up? And he'd be like, nigga, what the fuck is going on? Like what what's going on? What is it? Is it this person or is it this or is it this? Or he could tell, like, if I'm, like, if I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Oh, you at work, nigga. You, you son, yeah, you, you doing this? All right, I'm gonna call you back in like 30 minutes. I gotta talk to you about something. All right, cool. So like, those people that get you without necessarily saying a word are like very rare, and I like, I appreciate them more and more as I get up ladder. Like, I mean, I'm in the late, I'm in my late 30s, and 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 me understanding now, 30s, 30s now don't look like the 30s in in the 90s. You know what I'm saying like 30s now is like damn near 20 something. So like I'm enjoying these moments, these uh these avenues. I realize that I have a lot of left life ahead of me, and I want to set up like uh I want to set up this 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 point and this place where you know I could take all these people that have been a part of that journey from day one and take them with me because I feel like they enjoy it because they put in just as much work into me as I put into myself, and they enjoy the and they need to enjoy the fruits of these labors because they didn't ask to be here, but they've been loyal enough to stay. Right. Yeah, man. That's right, man. Listen, it's a it's a it's a daunting task to have like someone that is emotionally unstable like me. I have I have my moments. Definitely one of those people. Huh? Oh, I'm about to be alone. I'm about to be real alone. About to be get your mental right, get your paper right. Oh, my paper about to be real right. Keep 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 the shit going. Oh, most definitely. Honestly, man, can't have no distraction, man. <laughs> Ain't sure no distraction. Not, the brand. When you a brother over over thirty, man, you still trying to you trying know, to figure this shit out. Get your, get your puzzle right, man. You trying to get all the pieces together. Most so. definitely. Man, we're angry. We had you on here for two hours. How you feeling? I'm good, you know. I'm I'm talking with one eye open. She's but like, it's I'm right. one eye open. <laughs> we got you out here, so yeah, man. so like always, right? Um, obviously we always love uh closing statements and, and things we especially hearing from my guests. So how do you feel about doing your very first podcast? 
And what what were your takeaways? Oh, goodness. Well, this is my very first podcast ever, and it was cool. You know, I thought I was going to have some issues setting up my mic and stuff, but I did all right. It's very user-friendly. So. You try to yeah. make it easy transition, especially yeah, like... But, <laughs> but to be serious, though, serious, you know, mm-hmm. moment. Um, I feel like this is an amazing outlet, especially for you guys being men, black men in America. So it provides that outlet for you to just talk your shit, vent, cry if you want to, cuss if you want to, smoke if you want to. I feel like that's extremely important. So I I love the podcast. I look, I was a fan before I was a guest. Oh, so that's love. Okay. Listen, when I when I share this shit, she's the first one to be like, she's like, Oh my god, I listen. Like when I told her, I was like, Oh, I got a co-host now. She's like, Are you fucking shitting me? I was like, Yeah. She's like, she went to go listen. Oh my god, you guys are so fucking awesome together. You guys are so oh my god, you guys are fucking hilarious. And I'm just like Man, it's just us. This is literally our yeah, conversation all the time. Like, all the day. This ain't, yeah, no this is pretty shit. This is really us, like, just laughing and kicking and running the shit all day. If I if I show you my call log, it's like, dude, dude, dude. It's literally him going down my call log, like, all day long. We just be just chatting it up and We're laughing. Trying to really push this shit. Man, man listen. But it, it, yeah, you know, when we talk our shit, and then you know, we really get on, you know, life shit. Mm-hmm. We still trying to, you know, be us. Exactly. It's always we always like like throw a chuckle in there here and there, but like for referral, like it's always like um we always try to give our insight on a lot of things, especially like you know relationships and, and advice like this. And then you know we we have episodes where we come up here and just really just shoot the shit, and it's just it's just always refreshing to like understand and people the relatability that people get from it because they're like yo, this is literally. I've had women literally say, yo, this is literally a conversation I had with my husband. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, my, I remember the episode when I was like, um, I was like, yeah, you know, sometimes a nigga like to lick, get his ass lit. You know what I mean? And, and she's like, she's like, me and my husband talking about, and he won't let me lick his ass. And I'm like, Yo, what? No, be out there and I'm like, man, shit, fuck it, toot that ass up, big fella. You feel me? Come lick it. I'm crying. It's just, no, but I feel like, I, I feel like, you know, it should always be a safe space. I feel like, like he's always like, everybody says I'm politically correct when I speak, and he's just like, just raw and raunchy, and it's just like. <laughs> It's, it's the perfect balance, though. It's, it's perfect. Like, it's, so. Man, listen, and it's always funny because, like, when people say it, and it's just like, I don't see the dynamic. Like, I be, I'm like, nah, we really not like that. And then I go back and listen to the pot. I was like, this nigga is fucking wild. Like, he's like, <laughs> you, nigga, you the wild nigga. You say, you say some wild shit, dog. <laughs> Niggas you come back to me like, it was good with your mans, bro. This nigga's wild and nah. I'm like, yo, that's him, dog. That's my nigga, like, you know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't going. I can't say nothing. No, I just, I, I just think we, uh, we balance each other out well, and then we like, you know, as we start to bring guests on more and more and more, you know, we obviously we're gonna get more insight and understanding. Especially, you're gonna be a return guest. We definitely gonna bring you on here again. Especially, For real? Like, what? Yeah. What? Right? Right? You know what I'm saying? We just trying to create Lucy Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Hey. <laughs> 
Okay, then. Exactly. So that's that's. I mean, that's really it. Like I have my ex up here, and like she, she's one of those like she's hilarious with it. But like, it's it's just one of those dynamics. Like having these these different women perspectives and like understanding like because. Yeah, we're men, and we go through our trials and tribulations and understanding of life. We go through all those different dynamics, and and it's always good to get a woman's perspective on how they view relationships and how they view their platonic relationships with men as well. So definitely, 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 definitely appreciate you coming up here and spitting your shit and uh, giving your input on, uh, you know, current situations. Appreciate we appreciate you. Absolutely. It, so, it was wonderful. Thank you. It thank you. Wonderful. So, as always, I am Quincy Valentine, and he is and the lovely Ingrid. We appreciate your time. And no you're welcome problem. back anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And <laughs> be good. Peace and love, everybody. And we're out. Wait for me. Said it may.